Greetings everybody, welcome to Cycles World, where we talk about video games, motorcycles, DIY, and more. I am not your host, Cycle Quirk, and I'm also not Morgan Freeman, but your host would like to share with you some of the things that interest him in his world, because if you are here, they most definitely interest you as well. So whether you are slaying noobs in a battle royale, or got your knees in the breeze and laying down some miles on your back, Maybe you're working out your next DIY project that may or may not be going the way that you wanted it to or anything else you're getting into at the moment. He's here to hopefully make this part of your day just a little bit more enjoyable. Don't worry, guys. The podcast is not broken. Uh, I did not hire Morgan Freeman to do the introduction. I'm still here. Nothing has changed. I just, for some reason, thought it would be funny to do the intro as Morgan Freeman. It sounded fun in my head, so I said the hell with it, and let's just go with it. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the laugh. Hope you got a laugh out of it. So, just a little fun to start it off with, though. Anyway, what's going on, everybody? How y'all been doing? I just said y'all. I can't believe I said y'all. I legitimately go out of my way not to say y'all. Oh my god, the end of times is near. The apocalypse must be right around the corner, because I actually said y'all. It's over. It's all over. I might as well just hang up the hang it up right now. <laughs> anyway. So let me let me try this again. How are you guys doing this week? <laughs> how's your week going? Seriously though, how's your week going? Is it going good? Is it going, you know, busy, slow? What do you got going on? I well, just lots of stuff going on. Just normal work stuff and life stuff. Nothing really fun. Although I did a quick update on the bike. Uh, I did get it into the hospital at the time of recording. Uh, I believe the only... So I know I probably made it seem like more of a bigger deal uh, one of the last times that I spoke about it. But I think what I narrowed it down to was that it was the inner tube because once I filled it up with air, more air started coming out of like where the valve stem was. I, I went into this whole thing. I won't go into it again, but anyway, long story short, I think I have, and I wouldn't have known this. I have an inner tube. So I plugged the bike, like I said before, and more air was coming out. So Research is your friend, yada, yada, moving forward. Um, I went and took it up to a local uh, bike customs repair shop. I don't know what you call it. It's called Hardcore Customs, if anybody's curious. Um, took it up there, and they quoted me a pretty good price. And I was like, yeah, I mean, for 100 bucks, I'll, I'll bite. Sure, why not? It's going to be way cheaper than Harley. So... Uh, it's in the hospital at time of recording. Hopefully I should be getting it tomorrow. Maybe, I don't know. They said they were going to call me today, but they never did. And I kind of guessed that they wouldn't. And really it doesn't matter that much because I am currently on call. So, uh, I can't go writing anyway. So honestly, they can take the whole rest of this week if they want to. That's fine. Um, it, you know, as long as they do things right, that's all well and good. But anyway, it's in the hospital. Hopefully I'll get it back soon and I'll be back out on the road. So that's cool. Very, very 
Very cool. Um, what else have I been doing? So I've been planning on playing around with video editing. I know I keep thinking of doing it, but I never do because I look at my computer and the first thing I see is the games folder and I click on it and I load up something <laughs> something that's of course not new and relevant but it's uh, whatever I have fun I don't care anyway so so I'm hopefully going to be getting into that very soon not sure exactly how well that's going to go uh, considering I'm using free programs I think shotcut was the one that I chose and heard about and I've heard people say you know good things about shotcut and it's good for it's like an open source thing kind of like audacity which a lot of people record on audacity which isn't as good as adobe audition at least the first rendition of adobe audition but you know that is very expensive program and i was running a uh, copy that was free way 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 back when so yeah anyway uh so not sure there will be an actual video companion I've been thinking about it, then I decide against it, and then I think about it more, and then decide against it. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there, but there may be short videos from here to there, or here and there, if I could talk right. Um, the topic, uh, who knows? I don't know. Maybe it'll be something to the effect of, like, uh, just, maybe it'll be like a promotional thing. I don't know. Maybe give a quick rundown of what the podcast is about for the week, and I don't know. We'll see what becomes of that. So that's really all that has been going on that I've been thinking about. Uh, I said it, I'm still a teenager. I this is episode 14, so podcast is the official teenager, practically adolescent. So I will try to not be the trouble teen, but no guarantees. Okay, so moving forward from that, let's get into the meat and potatoes of everything with a little bit of video game news. All right, so lots of stuff today, definitely lots of stuff. And I say today is in time of recording, but... Uh, so we'll start like we did last week, and we'll start with the PlayStation sign first. So this is coming from The Drop, and as always, the links to these articles will be in the show notes. So this is uh, new PlayStation games for August 13th, which is today at time of recording, but they will be out. Actually, all these games will be out by the time you guys hear this, so I did not put the dates on these. Uh, so new games coming, PlayStation, Ancestors Legacy, which I played the demo for for PC. That was a big disappointment. Um, <laughs> Idna and Harvey, Harvey's New Eyes, uh, The Exception, Genesis, Gravity Duck, No Man's Sky Beyond, PC Building Simulator, <laughs> okay, uh, Vasara Collection. Um, this is a PC Building Gamer Simulator. That... PC Building Simulator for PlayStation 4. Why don't you... <laughs> That's funny. Oh, you can build a PC on your PlayStation 4. There's actually a game that you can... That's crazy. I mean, but in this day and age, it's... I mean, hell, there's a farming simulator, so... 
or fire truck simulator, or there's a, I don't, a goat simulator. I don't even know what the hell a goat simulator is, but, uh, whatever <laughs> people, whatever you guys have fun with it. Anyway, those are the new games coming August 13th, which like I said, at the time you guys listen to this will already be, should all already be out. New games joining PS Now in August. I got the full list of them, obviously, is on the article. So here is the full list of the 10 new games joining PS Now in August. That would be Castlevania Lord of Shadows for PS3, Castlevania Lord of Shadows 2 for PS3, Castlevania Lord of Shadows Mirror of Fate for, you guessed it, PS3, Doom for PS4, Fallout 4 for PS4, Monster Energy Supercross for PS4, MotoGP 17, Tekken 7, The Raven Remastered, Wolfenstein New Order, all those for PS4. And here are the most played PS Now games during the month of July, which was NBA 2K18, Rocket League, WWE 2K18, Batman Arkham Knight, I love that game, Uh, Mortal Kombat 10, Mafia 3, NBA 2K Playgrounds 2, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, good game. Borderlands, The Handsome Collection, also good game. Lego City Undercover, Sid Meier's Civilization Revolution, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain, and For Honor. If you guys have never played For Honor before, real quick uh, blurb, if you will. If you guys have never played For Honor before, I highly recommend uh, giving that a shot. It so I start I I started playing it because well, like I've stated before, I'm like a huge Viking nerd. So naturally, one of the classes on there was the Vikings. Uh, one of the main three classes. Like when it first came out, it was basically the knights, the Vikings, and I don't want to say the samurai, but I will for lack of a better term. So we'll say the samurai. Um, basically, the way it was stated was that they were like the three. Uh, I don't want to say deadliest factions of history because I don't know how like accurate that is, but I'm going to go ahead and say that just for now, but don't quote me on that. Um, so I was, like I said, big Viking guy, so I was like, hey, I get to play as a Viking. Uh, it was a, f- I don't want to say it was a fighting game, even though there was, f- okay, so it wasn't like a true like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter fighting game, but it was a, it was a it was a very unique, at least to me, because I don't play a whole lot of games like that. But it was a very unique fighting game. It took a lot of practice to get used to, and it had a lot of. It was really cool when I first started playing it. The story campaign was. It was one of those where it just graduated, like the very first uh, level stage, if you will, whatever you want to call it, was super easy. On the very last stage, it was unridiculously hard. <laughs> and I do mean ridiculously hard. And I mean, we're talking even playing on easy. It was just absolutely ridiculously hard. But, you know, it is what it is. I had fun with it, even though I got super irritated. I had an immensely... Um, a, very, I can't speak English today. Apparently, <laughs> I had a lot of fun with it. So I'm trying to say. Um, anyway, so 
highly recommend giving that a shot if you guys haven't. Like I said, it's a unique fighting game. It takes a lot of practice to... There you go. I said fighting game. It's a unique game involving fighting other kind of large groups of people, really. Well, it's six. You know what? Just go download a demo of it somewhere and play it. Because trust me, if you're into either one of those uh, kind of mechanics or, you know, just trust me, it's a really good game. It had its ups and had its downs, but I hear it's back on the up and up again. Because before it was like just bad to get into a game multiplayer. It just, uh, the servers were... It would take forever, but I'm told it's better now. I haven't tried it for myself. Um, But like I said, regardless, regardless, just go try the game. If you can find it, especially on a cheap deal, or if you have PS Now, I recommend getting that. Or, you know, I don't know if it's on Xbox Game Pass or anything like that. If you can find a cheap deal or if you have it for free somewhere, I highly, highly recommend giving it a shot. So that's just my two cents on that, uh, what else we got? We got PlayStation Plus free games for August, which I should have said this last week, but I dropped the ball and I apologize. <laughs> so I actually just downloaded these uh, today, as a matter of fact. Wipeout Omega Collection and Sniper 4 Elite. Sniper Elite 4, excuse me. I told you I can't speak English today. Um, those are both available now and uh, will be available to download at the PlayStation Store from August 6th. Till September 2nd. So go pick those up if you have PlayStation Plus. And moving on to Xbox. So this week on Xbox, these are the stories that you can go check out. And like I said, link will be in the show notes so that you can go check out these stories if any of them, you know, pique your interest. So, new new this week on Xbox. The story behind Duo's family-friendly party game, Mustache Amigos, Metal Wolf Chaos XD is available now on Xbox One. Xbox Live Gold Free Play Days with Vigor. A whole new saga of survival in Ark Genesis on Xbox One. Bigger than ever, Gears 5 Limited Edition Xbox One X console and accessories available for pre-order today. Children of Morta designing a game with a family at its core. Gears 5 has gone gold. Celebrate with our full achievements list. Build extraordinary empires today in Age of Wonders, Planetfall on Xbox One. Gears 5. I'm very... I want to play Gears 5. I actually need to go back and play... So I played Gears and Gears 2 with an old buddy of mine from the blockbuster days and we had a blast with both of them uh i I, that was actually the first time i was introduced into that franchise and you know he was a big xbox guy and you know i've never heard of gears of war so i'm like oh let's let's get into this let's let's see what it is and you know he wanted to play them all again too so we got into those and i don't think gears three was out yet but it was around the time i don't remember i don't know some kind of life happened to where we never got to gears three and even to this day uh so yeah i mean it you know life happens sometimes but anyway we never got around to it and actually i haven't (laughs) i haven't seen him um 
quite a while. So, anyway, that's neither here nor there. But no, we did uh, we did Halo that way too. I think we played Halo. I know we did Halo One for sure. And we did part of Halo Two, or maybe we did all Halo Two. I don't know. I know we did one and two of both Gears and Halo, but one of them we only went halfway through. We never finished. I think it was maybe Halo Two because I don't remember. Actually, I don't. I don't even remember. Bottom line, I want to play Gears. I want to go back and play like you know Gears Three and all the rest of them. So hopefully, I can get those on pc if they're on pc or i don't know i'm gonna have to do some i'm gonna have to do some uh some investigation and see what i can do and all that good stuff so moving on with more relevant things than my history (laughs) next week's on xbox new games for august 13th through the 16th you got just like ps3 ancestors legacy august 13th Stellaris Utopia, August 13th. Exception, August 13th. PC Building Simulator, August 13th. Vasara Collection, Slay the Spire, Edna and Harvey, Harvey's New Eyes, and Gravity Duck are all August 14th. Tactics 5 Obsidian Brigade is August 15th. And Eritana, I probably pronounced that right, Aritana and the Twin Masks is August 16th. And like I said, that, that Ancestor's Legacy, I played the demo of that. I, I I was hoping for something cool, but it was not uh I don't know if it was just me or not, but I, I couldn't I couldn't get into it. So anyway, moving forward. Uh so uh, I decided to throw this in there. It's has kind of something to do with gaming and it's a little bit on the VR, but even though it's not real anyway, I'm just gonna read it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a roll today, let me tell you. Oculus co-founder Nate Mitchell is leaving the company after seven years. Oh, boy. Nate Mitchell, one of the co-founders of Oculus VR and one of the last few remaining public faces of the company, is leaving after seven years of helping to build the virtual reality company. Mitch made the announcement this morning on the Oculus subreddit, writing that he's taking time to travel and be with family and recharge. Mitchell's last title at the company was head of VR product at Facebook. A change made in November of last year that was just the latest sign that Oculus was slowly but surely becoming more formally absorbed into its parent company. Prior to that, Mitchell was the head of Oculus Rift, while other parts of the company focused on lower-end VR options like the standalone Go headset and the newly released Quest. His longest job at Oculus, however, was head of product, and Mitchell was instrumental in shaping the early years of the company's roadmap toward the commercial launch of the first Rift headset back in 2016. Oh, boy. So... You guys into VR? I I I'm I like VR. I tried the PSVR. I have a PSVR, um, and pairs pretty nicely with my PSVR Pro. Not that I'm bragging. I, I please, I'm trying. I'm really not. Um, but no, it it pairs very nicely, and I've tried. There is some now. I will say yes. There is some stupid things on the VR that just I don't know. It just seems like why do we need to make these things? 
But then there is some really cool things like um, Moss. Moss was really cool. I played the demo and I actually bought it. I got it on a really good sale for like three bucks. Uh, I haven't, I've yet to actually get back into it because that's the time. So after I bought that and all that good stuff, uh, what happened? I, I started building my computer. That's what happened. And then I, I, I kind of got absorbed into uh, the PC side of things and all that good stuff. But I still have Moss. I need to go back and play. Because like I said, I am I loved the VR that I did. I loved the time that I had in, in the VR games that I enjoyed. I hope that made sense. It made a lot in my head. So hopefully it came out right. <laughs> um, so, no, I like I said, I enjoyed my time in the VR games that I had fun with. Um, Russian blood was kind of my first introduction to VR and really, cause that's the only VR title that I knew that I had from it, when it was free on PlayStation plus, uh, God, I don't even remember when it was, but that was really the only reason why I picked that one to be the first one. And I'm not going to lie, man. It was cool. <laughs> it was, it was really cool. So, and then it just, you know, evolved from there. I got, oh my God, I tried a bunch of the scary games, like the Exorcist one. Uh, and let me tell you, when you got in VR, <laughs> oh man. So when you got, you're, you're obviously focused, you know, looking forward, but when you hear things like, you know, to the left and the and like, you know, going from left to right, you know, like and just weird crap like that. And you hear things like breathing behind you and you look around and there's nothing there. Oh, totally. Cr oh my God. Like legit. My heart was pounding. <laughs> that was the, now the, the exorcist game probably lasted only, I mean, it was like episodics and this is, I'm talking episode one here. That was like, um, maybe 10 not 10 minutes it was longer than that probably like 15 maybe 20 minutes at the absolute max you could probably extend it a little bit if you go and read like every little thing that is given to you and all that good stuff you'll know what i'm talking about unless you already do um when you pick it up and try it for the first time it's very <laughs> very intense <laughs> oh my god it's it's pretty fun but it, my heart was absolutely pounding. Uh, it was the most intense 20 minutes ever. Oh my God. But it was fun. It was all, it was all good. I loved it. So anyway, like I said, are you guys into VR? I am a little bit, uh, yeah. Don't know how to segue into that. So I'll just go into the next thing because like I said, I'm on a roll tonight. <laughs> all right, guys. So, uh, Let's get into some stuff here. So Halo, the Master Chief Collection testing will resume, quote unquote, when it's ready. Oh, okay. <laughs> A public test for Halo, the Master Chief Collection firefight horde mode was supposed to come to PC in July, but it ultimately failed to materialize. The short explanation for the delay was, quote unquote, bugs. The long version is also quote-unquote, bugs. But with an in-depth explanation of the Halo testing hierarchy, the current status of the firefight mode on PC 
and why it all seems so complicated. 343 opted to hold back the testing due to quote unquote blocking bugs <laughs> that it simply could not get past before the end of the month. Quote unquote blocking bugs are blockers in that they are deemed severe enough to prevent a flight from functioning as needed. 343 explained in a new insider update. I <laughs> bugs that uh i mean you know what in in all reality though it, it's it's fine because just just think of it if if this came out and it was like anthem and it, you got i'm sure the gamers of the you know listening gamers of the show know the uh, anthem story if not real quick it came out they built a game around a trailer that they made and it, it they didn't put much effort into it and it failed that's pretty much a short story um, there's more to it, obviously, but if this came out and this was anything like Anthem, it would be extremely bad, especially since, you know, this whole Master Chief collection thing has been, uh, coveted, if you will, for some time now. I know I wouldn't mind picking up the Master Chief collection because like I said, it comes out of PC. I don't have an Xbox, so this would be a great way for me to go back and play all the games and catch up and you know all the good stuff so i'm glad i guess that they're taking time to fix these bugs <laughs> uh hopefully they get it right so moving forward we got new pc games of 2019 and some of these are old but i put them on here anyway so uh for instance madden nfl 20 age of wonders planet fall metal wolf chaos xd Necro Barista, all of those are out now. Remnant from Ashes comes August 20th. Onanaki, I believe that's how you say that, is August 22nd. World of Warcraft Classic, Ancestors, the Humankind Odyssey, and Control are all August 27th. Dark Pictures, Man of Medan, I probably pronounced that wrong, as well as Blair Witch Project comes out August 30th. Blair Witch Project, really? Okay, um, Lost Ember comes, it just says summer 2019. Borderlands 3, September 13th, go Borderlands. Doom Eternal, November 22nd. The Outer Worlds, October 25th. Spelunky 2, it just, 2019 was all it said. Halo Master Chief Collection is TBA, as well as Hollow Knight Silk Song, also TBA. Mech Warrior 5 Mercenaries has a December 10th time frame so ancestors the humankind odyssey that is if i'm not mistaken that's the one that comes from the creators of assassin's creed or one of the creators of assassin's creed or something like that i don't know it looks like it possibly i don't i, I don't know how i feel about this game especially how they're like oh yeah we're the you know the creators of assassin's creed and we made this game you're basically a monkey and you are trying to survive because, you know, it, it goes my understanding and I could be wrong. And if I am, I apologize. But my understanding of the game is it obviously follows the whole, you know, we all came from monkeys theory and, you know, goes over the whole human evolution, evolution, 
there's the word, it goes over the whole human evolution uh, through time. Now, I don't know if it actually how far through time it goes just because of the trailers and things that I've read. It doesn't really go that in depth into it. So I don't know. We will have to see, I guess, soon here. That would be what in a couple weeks next weekend. No, that'd be like next Tuesday, I believe, regardless. So uh, we will see on that one. I don't know if I'm really interested or not. I'm curious, but not. It, what what did Merlin say one time? A very curious, but equally apprehensive. <laughs> I think that's the word he used or the phrase he used. So World of Warcraft classic. I heard something funny about that. So there was apparently, apparently a lot of people have been asking for World of Warcraft World of Warcraft classic. And they keep, uh, you know, they, like I said, they, they've been asking uh, Blizzard. Is it Blizzard that came out with that? I forget. Whoever, so whoever came out with it, um, they've, the people who play World of Warcraft, I'm just going to call it WoW because that's be hard to continuously say. WoW Classic. Um, the people who play that religiously have been asking for the classic version of WoW, you know, because everybody loves that nostalgia. They want to go back and, oh, yeah, you know, this, that, and the other. And that's fine. That's totally fine. You know, they would take the the, the current WoW and they would try to, I'm assuming, mod it or somehow get it to where it would be in the classic, quote unquote, uh, style of the game. But then they, you know, started asking the development company if they could just bring it back the classic of WoW. So they actually did. And I'm if I'm not mistaken, I might get some of this wrong, but some of the beta testers of the game we're playing it and they're like oh yeah there's this bug and there's this bug and there's this bug and the development company came back and they're like uh no that's not a bug that's how the game played back in the day you guys just don't remember i mean (laughs) i don't know i i remember reading that and and having a good laugh over it because that was that was quite funny It, it just it just goes to show you the um Oh, I'm going to go ahead and call it a first world problem that we have with a game that we used to play. And that 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 also brought up the uh, subject of, you know, the nostalgia. And do we really appreciate the nostalgia or do we just want it for 20 minutes and we're over it? But, you know, we keep asking for it. Uh, Like I said, that's a whole other subject, honestly. But uh, Blair Witch Project, really? Do we really need a Blair Witch Project game? I remember at E3, or at least hearing about this from E3, that the Blair Witch Project was on somebody's monitor or something like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, this game's coming out. And everybody kind of was like, really? We have a Blair Witch Project game coming out? I mean, you know, I I guess I don't, I don't know if we need it. Now, my thing with Blair Witch, real quick... It, it was a cool, it could have been a really cool story, it, but it just, I felt like obviously the movie, the very first movie was, was it obviously scared a whole bunch of people because everybody thought that it was real because really that was the first time that we had seen that what is now uh, deemed as the found footage um, style of movie. So yeah, everybody thought that was real and, you know, scared the living bejesus out of a lot of people but um 
as it has progressed forward, I mean, hell, they even they even released a uh, newer movie out. I think it was a couple years ago, like 2017, maybe even 2008. No, it had to have been 17. It had to have been. Regardless, um, so they they released that. I I seen it. I was not impressed, really. I mean, it was okay, but it was kind of like it, it was almost like they were trying to reboot it for no reason. Kind of like the Jigsaw movie. Getting off subject real quick. Kind of like the Jigsaw movie with the Saw franchise. They're just like, oh, let's make a Jigsaw movie, you know, because we can. And it was absolutely horrible i mean i i can't guys it sucked okay it sucked (laughs) it wasn't it wasn't that good um it was quite pointless and you know the whole climactic thing i mean i'm not gonna spoil it if you're you know really want to watch it but the whole climactic thing at the end was like oh so that's the that wow you didn't put much effort into that did you (laughs) i mean it's just Oh, favorite franchise ruined in a heartbeat. Ah, well, it was ruined a long time ago, but anyway. Okay, let's get back on the subject. So this is, I seen this and felt it was relevant considering, uh, number one, what's going on in the world. And number two, since I posted or not posted, but I uh, put similar article like this in last week's episode. So it is take two boss says linking video games to gun violence is quote unquote disrespectful to victims. Speaking in a recent episode of CNBC's financial talk show, mad money, take two interactive chairman and CEO Strauss Zelnick. I probably said that wrong, said that the suggestion that video games cause real world violence is disrespectful to victims and their family. In quotes, this is a terrible tragedy, a senseless tragedy. It's fun to talk about entertainment, but lives were lost. The truth is, it's disrespectful to the victims and the families to point the finger at entertainment. Entertainment is part of people's daily joy, and it's consumed worldwide, and it's the same worldwide. Gun violence is uniquely American. And that has to change, and it will only change if we address the real issues. So, once again, I'm not going into the politics of all this stuff. I'm just reading the quote. You guys can go read uh, the whole article. It's from PC Gamer. Link in the show notes. And you can interact there however you desire. But like I said, I'm not getting political on this podcast. It's not a political podcast, and I refuse to do all that here because well i'm just yeah i don't i don't do that here so anyway uh like i said uh but real quick like i said last week i don't i i partially agree with what he said yes i don't believe that uh you know violence in video games like i said i've been playing violent video games ever since i was you know well ever since violent video games were a thing which has pretty much been the whole thing of, you know, video games from probably, oh, I don't know, and halfway through NES and forward. Anyway, regardless of when it was, uh, I've been playing them since then. Mm, haven't been wanting to, you know, go out and cause mass shootings myself. I, that's, I just don't believe that is the reason that 
you know, this happened, this unfortunate and tragic event that should never have happened. I don't believe that that's the reason that it happened. Um, that's all I'm going to say on it. I'm not going to go into it anymore, but, uh, I would love to hear what your guys' opinion is on whatever topic that I just, uh, discussed. You looking forward to the master chief collection? You interested at all in VR and was, uh, the Nate Mitchell leaving relevant? You excited for any of the new games, uh, either on Xbox or PS4, PlayStation or PC? I would love to hear about it. So send me your guys' feedback. You can send it via voicemail or via email. I'll read it on air if you guys you know give me permission to do so so anyway uh go to cyclistworld.com that is p-s-y-c-h-o-z-w-o-r-l-d.com and hit me up let's get some conversations going man okay so that's all i've got for video game news i actually went a lot longer than i thought i would but anyway that's all i got for video game news so moving forward I just got a little bit of motorcycle news to get in with, so let's go ahead and hit that roll or whatever you want to call it. Oh, God. Hit the music, guy. I'm sure everybody listening to this is probably thinking that I have lost my mind this week. (laughs) Uh, I'm just in a goofy mood. You know what? I'm just going with it, man. It makes for it makes for fun interaction, doesn't it? It gives you a nice little laugh, and everybody needs to laugh from now and then. So, anyway, so like I said, got a little bit of motorcycle news, so let's get into it. Choppers, vintage and custom motorcycles at Fuel Cleveland 2019. There is a saying in Cleveland that if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes and it will change. A description many riders in the city can attest to. One minute you're in a doused in sunscreen and the next you're scrambling to find the perfectly broken in hoodie. One thing that does remain constant in the city and surrounding demographic areas is the motorcycle culture. I say culture because it is a melting pot of all things two wheels. Sure, there are niches and cliques within the culture itself, but it is all-inclusive and all-inviting as a whole. And I suggest if you guys actually do enjoy, you know, looking at, uh, well, basically choppers, vintage, and custom motorcycles, uh, go check this article out. It's actually really cool. They got some really cool stuff and some really cool bikes, too. Um, Just whole bunch of cool pictures that i obviously cannot show on this podcast because it is well i don't it's not a video cast it is a podcast you're listening to this you're not watching this so and plus i you know wouldn't do that so anyway i recommend going out did i just roll my r i think i did (laughs) i recommend going and checking it out if you like you know looking at that type of stuff it's really cool they got some really cool bikes on there so moving forward, uh, the Wild Gypsy Tour is a game changer for women in motorcycling. What is the Wild Gypsy Tour? Well, the Wild Gypsy Tour is a women-only motorcycle festival, which is or was a chance to connect with other women from around the country for five days of Sturgis silliness at the Buffalo Chip. An excerpt from the article, quote, 
Riding a motorcycle is my alone time, which is how I like it. Like other women riders, I don't typically carry passengers. Have had offers from guys to ride bitch, but no thanks. Riding is, therefore, frequently solo and long distances with the occasional group or charity ride and sometimes a small group of friends. When the time came to nail down plans for the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally this year, I decided to attend the Wild Gypsy Tour with three girlfriends. I'll admit the loner in me had pause, but it was hands down the right decision. Once again, um, that is a really cool article. And I mean, it sounds like these chicks had a blast doing their whole Wild Gypsy Tour thing. And uh, like I said, I highly recommend going and reading this full article. It's it's a little bit lengthy. It's not really. It's honestly, it's not that bad. Um, it's it's a good read. I highly highly recommend going and checking that out. Um, it's definitely a testament that uh, you know girls can have fun and get crazy and all that stuff too. So especially with with uh, writing and all that good stuff. So like I said, definitely go check it out. So I would love to hear what you guys think uh, about the, both articles, really. You know, did you, did you guys think the bikes was cool? Did you, you know, if you are a woman rider, would you go on this wild gypsy tour or maybe something that you maybe put together with your girlfriends or your club, your click? I mean, whoever, would you guys go on something like this? So, you know, let me, uh, let me hear what you guys got to say about it all. Send all your stuff to madatcyclesworld.com. Like I said, let's get some conversation going. I would love to hear what you guys have to say about that. So, moving forward, it was just a little bit of motorcycle news. Um, wasn't, you know, really all that much because I kind of went into quite a lengthy deal last time. So, in kind of conjunction, that's probably not the word I should have used, but in Oh, hell. So <laughs> to make up for it, because I, I I've been slacking a little bit on the PC building uh, stuff, as well as the regular guy DIY stuff. I realize this and I apologize. Trust me, I'm trying to work on all of it. There's a lot going on, man. <laughs> anyway, so um, I digress. So let's go on to uh, a little bit of PC news or building PC building news is what I'm trying to say. I cannot speak English today. This is ridiculous. Let's go into a little bit of PC building news. And um, yeah, let's do that. All right. So, like I said, PC building. I have been slacking. I apologize. <laughs> like I said, just a lot going on. And, um, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to get some relevant stuff out here for you guys. I really am, um, and I'm trying to also throw my. I mean, it, you know, it's funny. I never really knew how much kind of work doing this podcast would be. I obviously started it for fun to talk about certain things, and have kind of realized that it's yes, it is. It is fun to do. Because and like I have stated, because I've actually written in written into a, a podcast about podcasting, if that makes sense. They do exist. Trust me. Um, <laughs> and I said something to the effect of you have no idea how much of a 
kind of therapy it is to say what you want to say and say words to theoretically no one. Because I feel like I'm having a conversation with you guys, but you guys aren't here. So, yeah, it's uh, know, it's it's kind of a fun little therapy thing. So moving on with the relevant topic. So I got some PC building tips for beginners. And actually, I say I've got some. I got these uh, from Tom'sHardware.com. Link in the show notes. Um, but it is honestly a very, very good list of things to consider and, you know, all that good stuff. So getting into it, building your own PC is a thrilling way to get a deeper understanding of how computers work. Not only is it an economical approach to getting a desktop custom made for your exact needs and wants, but it also allows you to get your hands dirty, figuratively, of course, and take true ownership of something you'll use every day. You'll finish the project with a sense of pride and a loyal connection to your creation. I mean, I, yeah, pride was there. Definitely. It was very cool. I can't really say I have a connection to my creation. I don't know. Uh, regardless though, uh, really cool feeling to know that I built this computer that I'm currently using, looking at it. And it just, yeah, I like, I put it together with my hands like that. Yes, that. So obviously any kind of DIY or regardless of what kind of, you know, builder thing, regardless, you know what I'm talking about. It feels good to put it together. Know that you did it. Know that somebody's enjoying it, whether, you know, you're making something for someone or making something for yourself. Somebody is enjoying it. So that is always cool, at least to me. And I know a lot of other people is very cool. So the list that they have, we got before you do anything, determine the purpose of your build with yes, very much. So, um, getting into that a little bit and I'll, I'll kind of get into a little bit of these as I read them. Um, the list is from the site, the, everything else is purely my opinion. So yes, the purpose of your build. Do you want to build a gaming PC? Do you want to just build a basic desktop for, you know, your average everyday, you know, checking emails, watching Netflix or, you know, doing whatever? Uh, do you do a lot of content creation like video editing or anything like that? Because depending upon what you want it to do will obviously determine what products and components that you put into your build. So definitely something to think about before you, or, you know, do you want like an all around thing? There's ways to do that too. Definitely something you want to think about before you start picking parts. But uh, number two says pick a side Intel or AMD. Very true. Um, Intel gaming wise, they do have some of the best processors for gaming. I know the i7, and I forget the actual numbers of it, but it's an it's an i7. It's got like 4.2 gigahertz or something, 4. Point something gigahertz um, clock speed, and that's just normal clock speed, not overclock speed. But um, normal clock speed of like 4. Point something gigahertz. That was a very coveted chip, or not chip, but uh, processor. 
and it has been for quite a while. AMD though has it, it is good. Trust me, I have AMD stuff. I love my AMD computer. I have let no problems with it at all. Um, I simply chose AMD because of the price difference. So Intel is more pricey. You probably get what you pay for, but I don't know. AMD has quite a lot of comparable things to do, you know, come, uh, you know, come <laughs> depending upon what you want to do. Lots of comparable things. So I would actually go ahead and throw this in there as to say, pick a side either NVIDIA or AMD as well. Because, and those are for graphic uh, cards because there's a whole battle between there. There's either Team Blue or Team Red, which is Intel or AMD, or there's Team Green or Team Red, which is obviously NVIDIA and AMD. So, and like I said, uh, NVIDIA has has its teeth in, you know, a lot of a lot of good pies, theoretically speaking, or uh, whatever the word is. But anyway, so they got their uh, they got their stuff locked down pretty tight. And AMD anymore has, you know, some comparable things. I mean, it honestly, research will be your best friend and kind of going back to number one, which is determine the purpose of your build. So those are very, very, very important things to figure out. So two in and a few more to go. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so number three, consider a cooler with thermal paste included. So I don't know if you guys have ever put thermal paste on anything. Um, I will tell you that it can be quite messy, especially if you have no prior knowledge of how to put thermal paste on anything. And I'm only speaking because I remember back when like the first, no, not first, the second to third generation before they built the slims of uh, PlayStation threes came out. I had to, so the PS3 did this beautiful thing where it was, it had its own version of the red rings of death. I think they called it like the yellow light of death or some, something like that. Anyway, regardless, like it wouldn't turn on. So uh, upon, you know, thinking of it or not uh, thinking, oh God. So upon research, um, it was, well, okay, I'm going to make an extremely long story short. Basically, the solution was that you had to reset, or you had to clean off the thermal paste and re-thermal paste it, take a, uh, what not a blow dryer, a, uh, a heat gun on low settings and kind of go over it, you know, for like a whole minute, put everything back together, and for some reason that worked. So anyway, my the whole point in, in why this is, you know, uh, coincides with this is the thermal paste the first time i did it i was like oh i didn't you know i put you know i, th I thought i put a good amount and second and it happened again i'm like oh crap maybe i put too much so i put a little bit less and then it happened again and I, it just started getting ridiculous and then you know buddy's ps3 started doing it and i mean that was a whole thing i, I could talk you know a good while for for that but anyway thermal paste yes very much so make sure you put the right amount honestly people say like a rice uh amount of thermal paste in the middle is good i personally honestly actually unknowingly there's a lot of words <laughs> chose a uh cooler 
with thermal paste already on it. Well, so the processor I bought had the uh, cooler, the air, air cooler already on it, and it had the paste with it. So that's how I that's how I rolled. Um, you can, you know, if you're comfortable doing that, you go go right ahead. But I chose the easy route. Number four, make sure all the components you buy are compatible with one another and your budget. Very, very true. Uh, it, you will, you will be very let down if you, you know, buy all the parts. You're like, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. This is going to be great. And you got the, you know, what you thought to be the latest and greatest of both sides. But next thing you know, you, you got yourself an Intel i7 and you got your, you know, a motherboard that takes AM4 and then you have, um, you know, G skills Ram and you go to put it all together and you find out that your processor doesn't go with your motherboard because your motherboard was an AM4, which it should have been, which is for AMD and it should have been for an Intel and uh, well, at least I, I say the G skills thing because the G skills uh, RAM that I got when I first built my PC was not it, it didn't uh, it didn't like Ryzen chips or not chips, but processors. It was only slated for Intel. So I even had some of that. So I recommend reading a lot into everything. And you know what? If you guys have a micro center close to you i recommend going there those guys really know what they're talking about and I'm, I'm not getting paid by them or anything just making an honest you know recommendation here go to like a micro center talk to them and you know be like hey i'm thinking of doing this this that and the other you know they'll give you you know some really good advice and you know like I said, those guys know what they're talking about unlike you know best buy best buy that those guys don't know anything like legitimately they don't know anything they are pretty stupid when it comes to that now that's not to say that you won't find the one person who actually may know what they're talking about but when we're talking like in a sea of retards here you're gonna try to find the one guy that knows what he's talking about go to like a micro center or something or find um this is actually uh number 20 on this list like use an enthusiast community yes very much so find people who know what they're talking about and ask the questions you will get the feedback that you want trust me on this it will be invaluable to you and your sanity just Trust me. I, I just trust me on this. <laughs> okay. Um, number five, eat, eat. Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't eat anything. <laughs> Don't eat your computer. Open each component carefully. This is very, very important. Your processor has it. Well, actually, depending upon how you go, either your processor or your motherboard has thousands of little pins on them and one bent pin can screw up your whole spiel i mean yeah just be super careful super careful and actually this will go into number six which is no socks on a carpet which the the reason for that is okay your motherboard is an elect what's well, all electrical component, but your motherboard is obviously like kind of the brain 
or the not really the brains, more le- more like the uh, the nervous system, if you will. Regardless of how you want to correlate all that, it's an important part. And you ever like you know taking your socks and you know moving back and forth on the thing and or on the carpet and touch something metal and it shocks you. Same thing can happen to the motherboard. If you shock that thing, it's immediately trashed. I mean, just immediately. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You you have possibly blown resistors. You have possibly screwed up solder joints. You have. Po- I mean, there's so many possibilities that it's just ridiculous. And you have officially screwed your motherboard and possibly any connected components as well. So, very important do not wear socks on carpet. As a matter of fact, I didn't even build my PC on carpet. I have like uh, l- laminate flooring on the floor here, and I set up a s- uh, system on the laminate flooring. It was a, it was a pain, but I didn't want you know I didn't want to accidentally you know I didn't want to mess anything up. So I set everything up on the laminate flooring, made sure that I had one of those. Um, Oh, what are they called? You know, like the little anklet that you attach and, you know, plug it in and not plug it in, but like attach it to a metal piece or there's all kinds of ways that you can prevent static electricity from, you know, obviously happening and building up and anything like that. Look into all that. If you don't, you know, I know there's a lot of people that don't. I mean, you know, build at your own risk, obviously. But um, yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. No static electricity. Static electricity is not your friend. You should never friend static electricity on Facebook, Twitter, or any place. Do not friend them. Static electricity, bad. (laughs) Uh, I don't really understand the keep band-aids close. This was number seven. Keep band-aids close. I mean, I guess, yeah, there's a lot of things you can cut yourself on. I never did, but, I mean, I cut myself practically almost every day, if not every week. Or I mean, I cut myself all the time, so... Um, you know, working in the industry, I do being a maintenance guy. That is so, I mean, I guess, you know, cut yourself on a piece of metal. I mean, it could suck. So yeah, might as well keep band-aids close. Number eight, get your toolkit in order. Very, very, very true. So you don't want to be like that, that dude from uh, the verge video that, you know, <laughs> what did he say? He pulled out a Swiss army knife. He's like, these are the tools that you need. You need a Swiss army knife. And we got to hope that it has a Phillips head screwdriver on it. Number one, you check. <laughs> who uses a Swiss Army knife as a tool anymore? I mean, oh my God. Anyway, <laughs> oh, that video was precious. Oh, it was precious. You, you should get. You guys should go check it out before it t- gets taken down off of YouTube for you know whatever reason. Anyway. I digress. Uh, get your toolkit in order. Yes. Obviously, you're going to need screwdriver. Uh, in my personal uh, toolkit, if you will, basically involved a screwdriver with, I had a magnetic bit on it. Now, there's a lot of back and forth whether you can or cannot use magnetic bits or you know magnetic screwdrivers. I read a lot of things that said you could. And I built two PCs using that same thing and they were okay. I just, you know, was obviously super careful and didn't put it, didn't put the screwdriver tip anywhere it didn't need to go. So I suppose if you're vigilant or whatever the word is, you know, as long as you pay attention to what you're doing and you don't just, you know, go 
doing ridiculous crap, then you should be okay. Uh, so I had that and I had a set of um, wire cutters simply to cut off because I had uh, little baby zip ties as well. You got to cut off the ends of those because it makes cable management just, it looks makes everything look cleaner. And I don't remember everything else I had in the toolkit, but anyway, those are the, those are some of the important things. So number nine, make sure you have an appropriate workspace, which I kind of went into that, like I said, laminate flooring, but make sure you got enough room to work and you're going to have a bunch of parts everywhere. So just make sure you have plenty, and I do mean plenty, of room to work because you will have a lot of parts out and keep it organized. Like if you keep you know, your screws from your motherboard in your motherboard box and you keep, you know, screws from your GPU in the GPU box and the same with the PSU and just everything in the box that it came in. So you'll know, okay, this came from here. This came from there. I mean, that's how I did it, but I'm, you know, kind of OCD when it comes to that stuff. So that's my kind of little tip for that. But yes, you're going to have stuff everywhere, man. So make sure you got an appropriate workspace. Like it said, number 10, long fingernails can be helpful. I can't really speak on that because I don't have long fingernails as well as number 11 says long hair is not helpful. Once again, I can't speak on that. I don't have long hair, but I can see how that could be a pain. Uh, the long hair at least. So, you know, put it up in a ponytail or I mean, I guess if you want to do the whole man bun thing, you can, or, you know, if you're a girl, you can, if you're a girl, you can just throw it up in that, um, that I don't, what was it called like the little dirty bun or messy bun or whatever see when you guys do it it's cute when when guys do it it's, it looks ridiculous so <laughs> however you decide to do it just make sure you get the hair out of the way so number 12 keep or better yet read the instructions yes i okay so no guy wants to be that guy who has to, you know, ask for directions or reads the instructions. Oh, just, you know. no, I'm just going to cut you off right there. No, but I'm also not afraid to ask for directions if I'm lost. So I don't know. Maybe I am like the, uh, maybe I'm the unicorn in the sea of, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> anyway, read the instructions and keep the instructions. Like I said, I'm OCD about it. So I keep obviously the instructions for the motherboard in with the motherboard. And I actually keep the box uh, or not the box, but the wrapper, the, like the static electric, you know, protective kind of, uh, wrapper. You guys know what I'm talking about, or you might know. Anyway, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you ever go into it, I keep that stuff in the box as well. I don't throw it away. Cause I never know if I'm going to, you know, what if I end up selling it down the road for whatever reason? You never know, so keep it. Anyway, moving forward. Number 13, many parts click when installed properly. Yes, very true. Everything really kind of clicks when installed properly. The RAM, you know, you put it in properly and you basically, I mean, everywhere that I've uh, read or heard or watched or anything before I, you know, started building my PC basically said, you know, once it clicks, once you hear the click, it's in there and you know, you're good to go. So that was very rule of thumb, if you will, very rule of thumb. So make sure you listen for the click and going into number 14, don't jam anything. Very, very 
important to not jam anything in there. If it if it don't fit, you just you can't you're not gonna make it fit, and there's no point of trying to make it fit because you might break something along the way. Now, I mean, you know, do what you do at your own discretion. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not you know sitting here telling you you can't do it. I mean, you do whatever makes you feel good, but I'm just saying you're probably not gonna have as good of turnout as you want if you start jamming things in there. So doesn't work like other activities. Number 15, try to keep the cables neat as you're building. Yes, very important. Cable management, very important. I tried to kind of do that. And okay, so my first computer I built, the cable management sucked in the back. It was it was horrible because I didn't spend as much time as I should and or wanted to really. Well, yeah, I wanted to spend more time. I just didn't because, well, to be honest with you, I got lazy. So, yeah, uh, make sure you got the cables nice and neat because it'll make everything, number one, look prettier. Number two, it just makes just, I don't know, it just it doesn't look like a spaghetti factory because you don't want, and I don't know if it's me just being, you know, OCD or whatever, but you know, I don't, nobody likes the spaghetti factory look of a PC and you just don't want to deal with that. Let's say you got a problem with a component and you got to change it out. You don't want to have to, you know, just take my word. And I'm sure thousands of other PC builders out there, cable management is your friend. So, Make sure you keep up with that. Uh, Number 16, be patient with the IO backplate. Now, mine I didn't have a problem with, but I can see, especially from, once again, going back to that Verge video, the the dude said something to the effect of like, oh, yeah, you just jam it in there. So he also broke number number 14, don't jam anything. He told you to jam it in there. I will not say (laughs) to jam the IO plate in there. You put it in there properly and once again, it will click. There's that 13, number 13 again. It will click when it goes in completely. So just pay attention to what you're doing, trust me, because it's it's kind of a flimsy piece of metal, so you don't want to screw that up. And don't forget to put it in, because I've seen videos of people who forget to put it in, and they're like, well, I'll just live with it. But then, of course, later in the video, you see that they have the I.O. plate on, And they're like, yeah, I couldn't live with it. So there's that. Number 17, don't forget to flip the switch on your power supply. I did this one of the times that I switched out my power supply at some point. I was like, why is this thing not turning on? Then, of course, you know, light bulb, genius, didn't flip the switch. And then, you know, obviously I did and everything turned on just properly. So make sure you got the flip. Make sure you got the switch flipped. Number 18, make sure all your peripherals work beforehand. Uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, you know, if you got like an old computer or whatever, you know, just make sure your mouse and keyboard are the things that are working because if it's not working when you hook up, or, you know, build your computer and things like that aren't working, you're going to think, oh, it's the mouse or the keyboard. When it might not, it might be like a fault in your motherboard or something like that. You never know. So just make sure you test that stuff beforehand. Number 19, prepare an OS 
install disk. Now, yeah, okay, yes, very true. Um, but at the time of this recording, and I don't know how evergreen this necessarily will be, but you can actually go to Microsoft's website if you're a Windows person. I don't know how Linux and you know, I, I don't even know if you can build a Mac. I think you can because I've heard people call Macensteins. Anyway, regardless, I'm talking about Windows. So um, you can actually go to Microsoft's website and get a copy of Windows 10 and basically put it on a like a thumb drive and make it to where you can make that a boot drive. You got to get like a 16 gig thumb drive or flash drive, whatever you call it. You can make that a little boot drive and you can load a free, well, quote unquote free version of Windows on that and load it to your computer. Now, when it comes to the point where it says like, you know, put in your product key, you can actually click, I don't have a product key. And then you get to choose what version of Windows that you want and then continue with the install. And then it'll, I mean, it'll be a completely functioning version of Windows minus a bunch of like, you can't personalize anything. Uh, and you have to deal with like a little watermark in the, in the corner that says, you know, activate windows or, you know, whatever it says on there. But outside of that, you kind of have a working legal version of windows because it come from the Microsoft website and you literally went through its own product, uh, installation and, you know, chose those settings. So, I mean, now I get, you know, the whole there's there's because there's a large community out there of people who are like, oh, yeah, you are just pirating windows and all this other stuff. But honestly, you know, I don't see the harm in, you know, do especially if you don't have the money right then and there, but you got all the stuff and you just want to, you know, you know, you I'm not going to tell you how you should, you know, do your thing, but you know, you obviously do you, if you want to go out and, you know, spend the money for the copy of windows, you know, once you're satisfied with it and all that good stuff, then by all means you go do that. Or if you, you know, don't, I don't care what you do. I'm just telling you that you can do it that way. And it's a hundred percent legal because, well, it's, I mean, I'm assuming it's a hundred percent legal because it's literally a program from Microsoft, the actual website, you go to their website to get this. So anyway, and, and there's plenty of YouTube videos out there to show you how to do it. Um, so Google is your friend there. Anyway, uh, moving forward. So like I said uh, before, number 20 is use the enthusiast community, which I have done so many times, so many times. I can't tell you how many times I've contacted somebody from Sun Prairie and been like, hey, I got an issue. And <laughs> it just they're nice enough to contact me back and say, hey, here's the solution or they, you know, at least give me an ear to, you know, however, you know who you are. And I thank you very much. So, and then number 21, have fun. It, yes, absolutely. Have fun with it. It's your, like it said in the beginning of this, um, article here, it's your own creation. So 
have fun with it. You know, if you you can customize it however you want to also, because it's not only about, you know, putting all the stuff in there. You can get a case that you want. If you want to RGB the hell out of this thing, you can RGB the hell out of it. Uh, put all kinds of lights, put all kinds of, you know, thing. You can make all kinds of custom. And obviously that makes the price go up, but you can make any kind of custom. There's, I think it's v1tech.com that has a whole bunch of like, you know, you can get uh, covers, if you will, for like the top of the battery or the, the side of the of the GPU, you know, like to hold it up and all that good stuff. You can get custom fans. I mean, custom case uh, panels. I mean, they got all kinds of stuff and you can do anything that you want to. It's kind of ridiculously fun how much stuff that there is out there for your computer to make it your own besides, you know, the obvious, you know, uh, components that makes it run. So definitely have fun with it, make it your own and yeah, enjoy. So I would like to know, have you built your first PC yet? Are you an experienced builder? What kind of build did you make? Or what is your dream build? I would love to hear your answers to any of these questions. So feel free to hit me up through any way available. Visit cyclesworld.com for more information. Okay, so the last bit of anything that I have on here, and this is gonna this is another one of those long ones, so this will be good. And I this man, jam-packed story or story. <laughs> jam-packed episode. But it's all good. So, like I said before, I have been slacking a little bit on the regular guy DIY. I apologize for that, but I found this to be cool. It was a top or 25 best DIY work woodworking projects for beginners. Now, I know this isn't necessarily the way that I wanted to do these DIY things, but honestly, I was looking for uh, like a a cool way to build uh, one of those little things you rest your feet on when you're, you know, at your computer. Yeah, I know first world problems, <laughs> but uh, I ran across this and, and there was a bunch of little stuff that I started reading. I was like, Oh, that's cool. I kind of want to make that, or, you know, maybe I'll make this or, you know, whatever. So um, I'm not going to list off with 25, but I'm going to list off like my kind of, what was it? Uh, I got six on here that I thought was cool. So there's a sofa sleeve. There's a beer caddy which literally holds like a six pack of beer and it has a, a bottle opener on the side, which is really cool. Uh, the sofa sleeve, it fits over the arm of the sofa, obviously. And, you know, there's a little side thing where you can put uh, like a cup or you know, mug or, you know, you can kind of do whatever you want to with it. Like the one I've seen said, you know, you could put magazines in it, but, you know, who reads magazines or TV guides anymore? But you could put controllers in it or something. Anyway, I thought it was cool. Um, a bathtub tray. So that's for, you know, all you gals that like to, you know, watch, you know, take take your baths. Maybe you got a glass of wine or something. You got your phone in there and you're watching the newest episode of, you know, fill in the blank, whatever you guys watch. And you don't want your phone to fall in or you don't want to hold it. So you got a little nice little bathtub tray for that. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, you got a lap desk, which is legitimately uh, a lap like for your laptop is basically so you know it's it fits over you so obviously you have to you know measure your lap if you will <laughs> um 
and all that goes. Anyway, you, you'll see how it on there. Uh, the wooden address planter. I thought this was kind of cool because it is literally like your address, but then it has a small little planter, if you will, for, you know, a small little plant. I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool looking. Maybe not for like an actual deal, but, you know, maybe just for show, whatever. I don't know. I thought it was cool moving forward. Um, and the last thing I got is a lawn chair. I've always kind of liked, you know, DIY lawn chairs. Uh, I've seen the most ridiculous looking ones, and I've seen really the coolest ones ever. So DIY lawn chairs are kind of cool. So, But I'm curious to know what kind of DIY projects you've done over the summer or if you have any plans for fall projects, woodworking, welding, or really anything at all. I'd love to hear about it and uh, get your opinions and, you know, get a conversation going shoot me an email or voicemail and i will read it on the show provided you give me permission to do so all that being said i got nothing else to talk about so you guys don't have to listen to me anymore for this episode <laughs> uh i want to pre- I, I appreciate you guys sticking around really i do i i sincerely do especially I, like i said i'm in a goofy mood today i don't know why but uh anyway so Appreciate you guys sticking around and uh, listening to me for 14 episodes so far. And I uh, hope to see you for another 14 and 14s after that. And well, we'll see how far this goes. But anyway, I appreciate you being here. So in case I haven't said that before, I want to say it now. So I'm going to start talking. Stop talking so I can do the sign off. guys that is going to do it for me on this episode i want to thank you very much again for tuning in this week like sincerely thank you for tuning in this week and every week really remember you can catch the show on thursdays free on any of your favorite podcast providers spotify apple Podcasts, and google podcasts just to name a few Follow me on Twitter. I'm at PsychoCourt420. Like the Facebook page. Search at Psycho's World. Send any show questions, comments, or concerns to Matt at Psycho'sWorld.com. And please be sure to note the show number in the email and or subject line. Remember, Psycho's World is spelled with a Z, not an S. Leave me a message on the new voicemail line. That number is 816-286-4437. If you enjoy what I'm doing here and would like to show me some support, you can do so by becoming a patron through Patreon. If you love the show even more and maybe you want a piece of gear like a shirt or something, you can also support show your support by checking out the Cycles World shop and grabbing yourself some Cycles World gear. Heads up though, shirt sizes do run small, so get a size bigger than what you normally wear. For all this information and any additional resources, please be sure to check out CyclesWorld.com. I will catch you all on the next one. Thank you very much again for listening, and I'm out.